full house today is to vote on whether to throw the book at Meadows, you know, chief of staff for Donald Trump. And Liz Cheney, I like the way they use her as the front person to actually put out the cause. But Liz Cheney, she's going above and beyond in doing what she needed to do. She really let Meadows have it. She really made the uh, minority leader of the House have it. She really let Republicans have it. She said, you guys, right after the insurrection was occurring, you guys came out and said it was Donald Trump. What's wrong now? Check this out, and then we'll take this on the other side. We know hours passed with no action by the president to defend the Congress of the United States from an assault while we were trying to count electoral votes, which was an official proceeding. This brings up another point. Mr. Meadows' testimony will bear on a key question in front of this committee. Did Donald Trump, through action or inaction, corruptly seek to obstruct or impede Congress's official proceeding to count electoral votes. Mr. Meadows' testimony will inform our legislative judgments on those issues. But Mr. Meadows has refused to give any testimony at all, even regarding non-privileged topics. That puts him in contempt of Congress. And let me pause and just note that we as Republicans used to be unified on this point in terms of what happened on January 6th, and the responsibility the president had to stop it. We all remember, every one of us, what Republican leader McCarthy said on the floor of the House the following week. Quote, the president bears responsibility for Wednesday's attack on Congress by mob rioters. He should have immediately denounced the mob when he saw what was unfolding. These facts require immediate action by President Trump. That was Republican leader McCarthy. Mr. Meadows has also got knowledge regarding President Trump's efforts to persuade state officials to alter their official election results. In Georgia, Mr. Meadows participated in a phone call between President Trump and Georgia Secretary of State Raffensperger. He was on the phone when President Trump asked the Secretary of State to quote, find 11,780 votes to change the results of the election in Georgia. At the time of the call, Mr. Meadows, according to texts he has turned over, appears to have been texting at least one other participant on the call. Again, Mr. Meadows has no conceivable privilege basis to refuse to testify on that topic, and doing so puts him in contempt of Congress. Finally, in the weeks before January 6th, we know that President Trump's appointees at the Justice Department told him repeatedly that his claims of election fraud were not supported by the evidence. They told him the election was not, in fact, stolen. President Trump intended to appoint Jeffrey Clark as Attorney General, in part so that Mr. Clark could alter the Department of Justice's conclusions regarding the election. Mr. Clark has now informed the committee that he anticipates potential criminal prosecution related to these matters, and he intends in upcoming testimony to invoke his Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination. As Mr. Meadows' non-privileged texts reveal, he was communicating multiple times with a member of Congress, a currently serving colleague of ours, 
who was working with Mr. Clark. Mr. Meadows has no basis to refuse to testify regarding those communications. He is in contempt. January 6th was without precedent. There has been no stronger case in our nation's history for a congressional investigation into the actions of a former president. We must investigate the facts in detail, and we are entitled to ask Mr. Meadows about the non-privileged materials he has produced to us. Any argument that the courts need to resolve privilege issues first is a pretext. We need to question him about emails and texts he has given us without any privilege claim. His role in the Raffensperger call cannot be privileged, nor can his dealings with a member of this body regarding Jeff Clark. We must get to the objective truth and ensure that January 6th never happens again. So again, Liz Cheney is doing exactly what she needs to do. I tell you what, for those of you who believe uh, you know, let's just let the Republican Party die. I am not one of those. I think we do need opposition. And why do we need opposition? Good laws come from people who are going to look at those laws in certain, not, not necessarily an objective way, but look at those laws with all the faults they may have to make better laws. So those of you who just want universal democratic rule or whatever that may be, I don't agree with that because I tell you what, remember we've just about had universal democratic role in 2008 when Obama got elected, rather 2009, when uh, during the Obama years. And what we've seen is that they can just be as neoliberal as any other Republican is. We couldn't get the full Obamacare as we wanted it, the Affordable Care Act then, just like the Build Back Better is having problems here, even though Democrats have control. What we need in Congress are progressives. We need Liz Cheney's help to get us through this little hump with putting those who need to be behind bars behind bars. But going forward, folks, remember, we have to get that progressive message out, we have to make sure and do what is necessary to move this country where it really needs to go. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.